Hello and welcome to WNC Original Music, Episode 4, Score and 7. This week we have our returning musicians, the Presley Girls. They are a folk Americana duo out of Brasstown, North Carolina. If you are listening to this episode contemporaneously, then I should tell you that the Presley Girls are doing a takeover of our Facebook group, so make sure to go and look at that. That's Western NC Original Music on Facebook. We made it slightly different than WNC Original Music just to confuse people, and I really think it's working. Anyway, the Presley Girls are going to be posting some live streams, some songs, couple other things and a couple things I think they haven't told me about so I'm looking forward to that you can find them online at thepresleygirls.com that's two s's and also on Facebook and Instagram and when the lockdown is over I'm sure you can see them live I was just looking at their website earlier and they have a lot of shows that have been canceled but they've still got a lot of shows planned coming up so look for that here are the Presley Girls tell the story on this you sure can let me say this that Corey usually i'm not shy i'm not a shy person at all i never was um mom said it was dangerous to take me to the grocery store because i'd talk to everybody and steal and maybe i stole <laughs> too cause, right i'm very naive and gullible so i thought it was a really good idea no consequences there but Corey, honest to goodness Corey has has wrote more songs than than i have and we 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 play more of our songs so it's really funny that we're talking about my songs here it feels like a, a reverse but Corey knows more about telling the story for this song, so she can go for it. Old wooden chairs. I think she was Take about to. <laughs> yeah, she was, Before but she I wanted to set her up. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's okay. important that I, oh. I get I get a little more Sister air time. Support. Yeah. Yeah. You feel neglected? A little bit. It's okay, okay. though. Well, we'll talk to uh, look Corey talk for a little bit, and then back to you. Yeah, that's good. I like the <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. 
Um, so Old Wooden Chairs is a song that Katie wrote. So cool little backstory behind this. Um, it's wrote about actual wooden chairs. So it was August 5th. That's pertinent because August 5th is our mom's birthday. We were at a friend's house. She makes rustic furniture. We were helping her clean out her shop. And she's like, oh, thanks for helping me clean out my shop. Do you guys want to make some chairs? And we were like, oh, well, I guess. We don't know how to make chairs. You know, how are we going to do this? <laughs> she's like, oh, you got this. I'll help you. So we did. We ended up making like these rustic chairs. They were very rustic. Um, they were really cool. Not very comfortable, I'll be honest. Uh, but they turned out really big, and we were like, oh my gosh, how are we going to even get these home? And, m- you know, more importantly, where are we even going to put these things? And then we started thinking, so this is like 3 or 4 p.m. in the day, right? And then we were like, uh, wait a minute, today's August 5th, which means it's mom's birthday. We have not even said happy birthday, like, much less got her anything. And then we were like, bingo, we're going <laughs> to get her these chairs and said, like, we worked on these for weeks, mom, here you go. Um, Does so- your mom know this story already? Yeah, she does. We, we didn't tell her for a long time until yeah. she came to one of our, one our to, shows. And yeah. she was like... Oh, you told her during the show? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. So, you know, like we... Phil Collins. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. We we got rid of our problem, you know, mm-hmm. of where we're going to put these big chairs. And, and also got rid of the problem of, uh, yikes, mom, it's your birthday and we didn't get you anything. Right, so our problem turned into her present. And yeah. we, were, we were pretty happy about that. Yeah. And the wooden <laughs> chairs are really cute. We still the have... the problem to present. Yes, yeah. Just, you can use that if you want to. Hey, yeah. we could. Yeah. Promising. We still have, I think, one of the chairs. chairs. Yeah, one. And then one of them went to our grandma. So, but one of them's on the porch. But that I, was like it was your grandma's birthday, and your your mom was like, <laughs> "Yes, uh, oh, I forgot to get something." <laughs> yeah, I got these probably, two wooden chairs yeah. I don't like. And yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But I think one one little detail we're forgetting here is so. I had been noodling around with this little tune, and it may be one of the first tunes I wrote, and, and you can see that it's, it's a little bit more simplistic than some of my other stuff, but it's nonetheless really, really fun and good sturdy tune there, just like the chairs. <laughs> <laughs> so we, on her birthday, we brought the chairs inside, we set them in the living room, and when she walked in from the basement, it's where she parks her car, she come up the steps, and we play this song. We had this song ready for her. We we played the song. She saw the chairs and everything was great. And it was after the fact that that we named the song because we were, you know, we were just like, hey, mom, we wrote you this song for your birthday and got you these chairs and <laughs> yeah. So it was it was good. <laughs> Of you and me, I would paint the moon as half as bright as the night. 
song that I also wrote about a rather specific experience but after that I realized I think more about my grandpa when I sing it um he well we all kind of had like a family garden because we all live real close together and every year you know we would go down and help till up the garden and help plant it and, and it makes me think of him now when I sing it um it was about like a like a real specific experience but it makes me think of him when I sing it, and I love it. I'll be honest. It's, like, one of my favorite ones, I think, that I've wrote. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think I think you wrote it right around the time that he passed away. Yeah. And for me, when the very first time you let me hear it, I, you, I, I had no prior knowledge to what the song was about. Sometimes you share with me, oh, hey, I wrote this song about this experience. But this was not one of those times, and I come into it completely fresh. And you played it, and I remember sitting in the corner and just bawling, crying <laughs> about it, because that's what it made me think of. It made me think of my grandpa and, and all, all of the times that we had together. And I don't think that this podcast would be complete without um, talking about our grandpa. So our grandpa, he was born in 1937. He passed away in 2016. His name was Jerry, Jerry Wilson. My mother is a Wilson. My dad is a Presley. And that's dumb. Of course he is. That's how it works. None of my business. <laughs> <laughs> you don't care, do you, Ron? Oh, no, it's not I don't care. I just don't want to, you know. No, okay, I know. Let me go back Who knows where people's last names come yeah, from? You know? Yeah. So his name's Jerry Wilson. <laughs> My, stop that. What's he doing? You're laughing. She's making me laugh. Okay, stop. Yeah, yeah. He's making stop. me laugh. She made me laugh. You made me laugh first? Yeah. No taxis, taxis. Oh, yeah. So, my grandpa's name was Jerry Wilson, and that's my mom. My mom's side. That's my mom's dad. And so. We were really, really close with him. Him and my grandma, who still live in, lived, well, live and lived really, really close to our house. Probably I could, with my slingshot, hit her back window. So we were always there. Yes, I have a slingshot. I live in the country, Ron. We were always there. We were always hanging out. They practically helped raise us. You know, Stop it, reading my, my reading my questions I've written down beforehand. Oh, <laughs> do, do you have a slingshot? Yeah. Uh, well, I still have one, yes. Oh, yeah. And yeah. the majority of what I did was shoot marbles into the neighbor's yard. 
by neighbors, I mean my uncle. So it was a lot of fun. I hope he doesn't hear this. He probably wonders where the marbles come from. But I have a feeling that he knows. <laughs> he probably does know. <laughs> but anyway, so we called him Pap. His name's Jerry, but we called him Pap. So Pap had three siblings. He had a sister and he had two brothers. They're all still living. He sung with one of them mainly. His name's Ray. And they played music together as the Wilson Brothers. And they traveled throughout the Southeast. They were really... I would say they were really hopping in the 60s, 70s. I mean, even the 80s and, and a little into the 90s. But as, as years got on, their health declined some. And as, as you get older, you develop some some health problems sometimes that keep you from doing what, what you're able to once do. And so I, I spent most of my life, though, listening to their music. And 90% of the time, if there was music playing, which there was always music playing in my house, people playing music, live music. We had a big stereo. So there was all kinds of music all the time. And they were, too, if I can cut in, they were, I would say, one of our, if not the first musical influence that we had because they had the band and they practiced in our basement before it was filled with junk. But they practiced in our basement, and so we were kids, and we were just always around it. And so, and, and we grew up in church um, singing, but they were like the first probably musical influence we ever we, had. It may be the first music that we ever heard, yeah. probably. So just having that there, the tapes, the records, the eight tracks, all of that stuff that was always there, it was such a comfort. I grew up with that music, and that's my path. That's my grandpa singing. And and then he's the one who, like, taught us and passed it along. I mean, mm-hmm. so when we used to play every Sunday with him and, you know, our uncle at, at his house, he, you know, we did that for years and years and years. I mean, you know, he passed it on to us, so he's a ginormous, you know, a part of what we do. Absolutely. We were... We he's were he's so still influenced. living? No, he mm-hmm. passed oh, away. Right. He did pass away in 2016. About, yeah, three years ago. Um, April of he 2016. Was, yeah, he was such an influence. And we, we take a lot of our inspiration. So he was such a fantastic harmony singer. And that's where Corey learned a lot of her harmony. And just a lot of, he wrote a lot of songs. He probably yeah. wrote over 50 songs. And we have them and we still we still sing them. And it's it's a treasure to have all of that old music. Yeah. Right, right where we need it. It's on YouTube. We have MP3 files ripped of it. We have of his, CDs, of his, tapes. Are you guys singing his songs or his songs? Um, well, both. His really. both. Mm-hmm. His songs. With him, him singing his songs. We have a lot of stuff on reel to reels that we've mm. digitized and and put on YouTube. But yeah, so I think that when you say that song makes you think about Pap, it it makes me think about it too, and and the influence, and that we would be nothing, nothing without without yeah. that and when we were kiddos and they would jam in our basement it was it was desperately we wanted to get closer to that music so mom would put us to bed and we would wait till she would go out of the room and we were at that point in in converted cribs so we would be one on one while yeah 14 <laughs> right no um one on one wall one on the other and at that point we we're big enough to get in and out by ourselves so we don't need to be you know, the slats aren't there anymore it's not a safety concern 15. Fifteen at that point, and no. So, mom, I remember this. That's probably one of the first memories that I have, and I think it stuck with me. I mean, I was probably like four, and I think it stuck with me because of how important the music was. I was ten at that point in my crib and my diaper. No, um, you're four. I was four. No, but honestly, honestly, what what would happen is we would be put to bed, and as soon as she'd go out of the room, we would jump out of the bed and into the floor and put our ears to the floor. And I just remember this desperate need to get closer. I need to get closer to that music and hear it. And I have their tapes in my car today. Yes, I drive a car that plays tapes. It's almost as old as I am, and it's. 
it's just the sweetest, most comforting feeling. And when I feel upset, I go to that music. I listen to it. And it's a very Appalachian thing. And it's generational. generational. Yeah. Yeah. Generational, too, you know, because his daddy played music, then he did, then, you know. Then his son did. Then his son, you know. we did. So we're we're several generations down the line. And it's it's, it's special. It's a blessing from God. and, And I would not trade it for anything in this world. All my all my memories and all that music is worth its weight in gold to me, mm-hmm. and I I can't claim all of this as my own. I'm a spiritual person anyway, so I have to thank God first. But after that, I can't claim that I just woke up with this one day. It, it was definitely my grandpa. It's definitely him. So kudos to you, Pap. <laughs> oh, that was really sweet. Have you guys ever thought about like putting out a CD of his songs with you doing them? Yeah, I mean, I, I think we have thought um, some of it, and we have a couple CDs, or I should say, um, Pap and Paul, Paul do a, of of his songs. So yeah, Paul being Pap's son, and then they, he's got a lot of stuff that they were working on when Pap passed away that yeah. they've got he's got recorded. So I think he's still working on some of that as well. Yeah, but I, I think it would be cool. We do sing yeah. some of the songs that they sang, not necessarily ones that he wrote, mm-hmm. but we do. Um, we do. There might be one or two that we sing that he wrote. Yeah, and, and Paul does a lot. His son, yeah. Uncle so, Paul. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. yeah. So when we go places, if it's not just Corey and I, it's usually our uncle, which would be my mom's brother, um, Paul, and then my mother, Tipper, and we. She plays the bass. Paul plays lead guitar. Paul can play anything. He he also sings some lead vocals and some harmony stuff as well. And so he will usually sing some of Pap's music. So we kind of have a little band. We call ourselves the Presley Girls, but. We always joke that mom's a Presley girl, right? She's Presley mom. But sometimes we say that Paul's a Presley girl wannabe. And, and he'll come along and he'll sing some of Pap's songs. So good point, Ron. I think that's something as we move to the future that we want to get back to is just incorporating more of, of his written songs, not just some of the, the great ones that yeah. covers that he's saying, you know. Just because you know
shows. That's one that I wrote. It's probably been five, six, seven mm-hmm. years ago, I would Quite say. A while back, yeah. And the story behind that is it started with first just a little bit of melody, just kind of like, you know, bass note type stuff. And I was sitting in my room one day doing it, and my mom walked by the hallway, and she's like, oh, what's that? And I was like, I don't know. I don't like this. I'm ditching it. I'm not going to do this. And she's like, no, 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 no. I like that. You should try to stick with it. And I thought, well, okay. And I kind of stuck with that, and it started first, and I liked that. And then eventually I wrote the words to it, and I can't remember if I wrote them right then or if it was like a couple days later. Um, yeah, and I, I'm trying to trying to get back and, and think about what inspired me to write that. Um, I guess just the feeling of not wanting to be pinned down maybe to a specific specific, excuse me, sorry, specific area or maybe even just specific place in your life, you mm. know? I always want to be able to grow and evolve and move and change. I don't want to get stuck somewhere. And I think that's a, a good song. I think that's that a great way that. to put it. Not being stuck in a specific time, a window of time. Mm-hmm. More from the Presley Girls in just a few moments. I want to remind you, you can find them at thepresleygirls.com. They have a lot of music out, uh, not a lot, but uh, they have one CD and a couple other songs out. And you can buy their physical CDs or download their music on Bandcamp. And as I mentioned, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram, especially on Facebook. They have a lot of funny videos they put out and they have a YouTube channel that will be in the show notes that uh, you should really check out. It's kind of funny. Also, uh, go and subscribe to the podcast. That's WNC Original Music, wherever you get your podcasts. And also follow WNC Original Music on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And also, go check out our new group. That's Western NC Original Music on Facebook. Made it just a little bit different to make it just a little confusing. And don't forget to go and download, listen, stream all of our guest music and your local independent musicians music right now uh, it's kind of hard on independent musicians because they can't play live and that's where they make most of their money so uh, anyone you know go and find their social media find their websites and go and listen to and download their music hi this is austin from cardboard box colony you're listening to wnc original music you no, should clap well, on beat three. One, beat three? two, three. One, two, three. Really? <laughs> I would. Okay, so so everybody knows you're supposed to clap on a two and a four unless you're, like, if you're cool, you clap on two and four. If you're not, clap on the one and the three. Right? Yeah. Well, if but you're, a, yeah. A, a waltz, I think, yeah, I think the three and the one. I think you go. It would. Yeah. It would be. Yeah, it would be because you don't you don't have two and four because you only have three four yeah yeah that's probably what I would do or for those who can't manage that I'm gonna clap on the three and the one you clap on the two and you clap on the one and the two okay that's wrong I'm clapping on the three and the one. Okay, forget it. <laughs> That's a bad experience. Hey, if when I when I go to ride a waltz to make sure it isn't three four time, I just I waltz while yeah. I play it. You waltz? Oh, that's good. I do, and then I'm oh. then I'm sure that it's yeah. I'm not doing anything funky. Yeah. yeah, can't count to three, huh? No, I can't. Okay, I can't. I don't know how I got here. Either, yeah, so. I don't know. Well, you only had to count one, two. Right. That's, There's if only you two were triplets. You probably not had to count to three. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'll cut all that out. That little girl playing under the tree, she's you. 
Little Boy on the Swing is a song that I wrote right after I got out of college um, because I was, like, scared about where I was going next and what I was going to do. And I think anyone can have that moment of, like, ah, what's next? What am I really wanting to do? You know, you don't have to just be getting out of college to feel that. You can be 40 years old and be like, you know, I really don't like what I'm doing. I want to do something else, you know. Um, I think that's totally a normal thing. But I do that at 30. Hey, yeah, exactly. But also, it just makes me think back about my childhood. You know, when you're a kid, you don't worry about anything. And time, you know, I heard someone once say that time's like a window. You're always in a window of time. And, you know, you should be enjoy every window because you may be in a window and you're thinking, oh, man, I really don't like this. This is not good. But then you're going to look back and be like, in some ways, you'll always be able to look back and say, oh, man, if I could only go back to that. It's like when you're a kid, you don't realize how good you've got it. You're a kid. Mom and daddy take care of everything. You just do homework, play around. That's it. And, you know, then you get out of college and you're, you're hunting for a job and, and, that's a, so what you wanted was to grow up and then everybody's telling but when you're a kid everybody's telling you you really need to enjoy this because you know there's nothing better than being a kid and not having like no responsibility but you're thinking oh, oh my gosh forget that i just want to be an adult and then you get to that and then you know i don't know about anyone else but like this whole adulting thing really sucks sometimes so for me i'm yeah. like Man, I tell you what, if I could just go back and be a kid for one day and enjoy it. But but it's, the song is, is somewhat a reflection of that. But it's a reflection, too, of, like, not losing losing that, like... The innocence. Yeah, yeah, the innocence, but also, like, the imagination, the creativity. Like, l- not losing that spark that you have when you're a kid of always wanting to, like, grow and learn and have adventure. You know, things do get harder in life as you mm. get older. You have more responsibility. But I think it's, a, like, a lot about not losing that spark. Yeah, I mean it's it's so reminiscent, and that is exactly exactly what I see when I work in the school system with the kiddos. Yeah, and that's yeah, I do. I see that that just spark of excitement and wanting to grow and curious and learn, and and that's trick where you only have the time you have, and yeah, and what you're gonna do with that, and how you're gonna make the best and, of it. You know, time's always moving forward, and it's easy to say, well, oh, I'll be happy when this if that and that's not true conditional happiness happiness does not really actually come from external circumstances it's all on the inside you know yep you can't place conditions anyways that's a story for a different time yep you can't place conditions on your happiness we're learning that right kiddos don't have to learn those type of things no they don't they like lack that part of their brain they're born happy yeah they're born happy and hopefully you don't have it stripped away from them yeah like we have (laughs) oh it's so hard ain't it
morning in March is could not be more literal for me. A morning in March, I wrote this tune and named it that. And spring was around the corner. Spring was coming on, and it was still cold, but it was it was warming up, and there was kind of that excitement of like spring is coming, summer is coming, kind of the turn of a new season. And so I wrote a tune that kind of matched how I felt about that. It's kind of kind of hippity hoppy, upbeat, just thinking about like yeah, I mean it's right now it's a morning in March, but it will soon be a morning in June. Um, hotter than bloody hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I April think... April and May can suck it. Yeah. <laughs> Skip right over. That's right. Gonna... Uh, See, I'll take that out. <laughs> I can say whatever I want. I just take that it away. Right. Yeah. No. Um, so, yeah, I think that it... I think I was just... I was feeling happy. I was feeling excited. And I was just looking for something something upbeat. And that, that, that kind of worked itself out. And, and sometimes I take the easy way out and name my tunes after... After some very literal things, and then other times I named them after after the emotion that I felt when I when I was writing it. If I write the tune for a specific memorial reason or a person, but that one was pretty pretty straightforward. So. How much are you guys writing songs together versus? Because you you've talked about you know I wrote this song I wrote this song, but some of it you write together. It seems like or no, are you writing some of it? I would say we write more individually. However, I do think we're starting to write more together. But we definitely always write together in the sense of, like, if Katie writes a fiddle tune, she doesn't play rhythm. So she doesn't really, she'll have to come to me and say, like, well, wait a minute. What key is this thing? Can you help me work this out to where it's like, you know, A, A, B, B, you know, to where it makes sense. But we do... We do have wrote some, a few songs, like actually compose some lyrical... Yeah, together. But we're starting to do that more. But a lot of it's just kind of been individual it has yeah and it's the same goes with that if Corey wants the melody part she consults me or if i write words again i'm not a rhythm player so i'll i'll have a tune in my head i'll hum it i'll record it i'll take it to her and she'll help me put the chords to it but i think because we are twins so much of which hey I, i really wouldn't have it any other way but so much of our lives is grouped together under one identity and I think in some ways, yeah, in some ways. And in a, I think as we've gotten older, especially we, that's not a problem. But I think some of it might have been born out of just like, like, I, I, I want to have my own, my own voice and my own, my own say so my own kind of side of things. And so I write my music that I'm feeling in, you know, I think not that I don't want to write songs with other people. But for me, sometimes songwriting is so personal and it's it's a mode of healing for me it's where I go when I'm nervous or I'm anxious and it's it's such a private personal thing I think I wouldn't have a problem writing a song with someone else but but it really is a a private personal thing for me Hmm. so I think it's a little bit of that and just just wanting my own individual expression not that I don't love you over there but (laughs) I do like to have my own I could tell that's what she was thinking yeah, yeah, so I guess you don't love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know who knows these things just happen. I mean, yeah, just happen happen to evolve, and then you look at them and question them, and you're like, how did it evolve like this? And sometimes there's answers, and other times there's not. <laughs> All right, that's it for part two of the Presley Girls. Uh, I want to remind you to check out their music at thepresleygirls.com. That's got a lot of links there. Uh, to other places but also look for them on Facebook and Instagram and also on Etsy where you can uh, buy some pretty cool merchandise from them including their CD you can also find them now at Bandcamp so uh, we'll put a link to that in the show notes as well 
They are doing a takeover of the Western NC Original Music Group this week, separate from the page. Uh, that's on Facebook. And they're doing some fun videos and a few other things up there. So go and check that out as well. Even if you're hearing this in the distant future, um, just uh, scroll way back on Facebook uh, to May of 2020. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast if this is your first time hearing it. I really hope you like it. You can subscribe just about anywhere you get podcasts. Just uh, look for WNC Original Music. And you can also, you can ask your smart speaker to play the podcast. Just say whatever your smart speaker's name is, play podcast WNC Original. You don't even have to say music. It just knows. It reads your mind. They're, They're in your head. Also, follow WNC Original Music on Facebook, Instagram, everywhere else, and look for that group. That's Western NC Original Music. Usually for our closing song, we have someone uh, not from Western North Carolina, but we're making an exception. This week, we have award-winning fiddler, singer, and songwriter Carly Arrowwood, who is from Western North Carolina. She plays Americana and folk music, but she has classical training, so that produces a unique style. She has toured all over the country and in Europe, and her new single, Dear Juliana, is out now, available for download and streaming, and also you're about to hear it right now. She was nice enough to send it along. We appreciate that. Here is Carly Arrowwood. Have a good week. to this big world I'm so glad the Lord made you our baby girl You're such a pretty thing And your smile warms my heart Just don't grow up too fast Cause you fit perfect in my arms Red hair, blue eyes Sweet as can be Precious small to this
This is Batman, and you're listening to WNC Original Music.